0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: The Supreme Court has heard oral arguments and remains skeptical of President Biden's workplace vaccine mandate. We interviewed Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House and a federal judge orders the FDA to release COVID data now, not by 2097.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmitt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus name.
1: The Supreme Court of the United States has now heard oral arguments, but remains skeptical. You can tell by the questions they asked of President Biden's attorneys when he's trying to implement a vaccine mandate for all workplaces that have 100 or more employees. AFN.net, American Family News reports, the fully vaccinated and mostly masked members of the Supreme Court's majority did appear skeptical last week Friday of the Biden administration's arguments and their authority to impose a vaccine or testing requirement on the nation's largest employers. The court did seem open to a separate vaccine mandate for most healthcare workers, but not for office workers across America. The arguments in the two cases that were brought simultaneously to oral arguments before the Supreme Court, come at a time now of spiking coronavirus cases because of the Omicron variant. But the circumstances did not appear to outweigh the views of the court's six conservatives, a majority on the bench, that may overturn Biden administration's authority. In fact, it's possible he overstepped his bounds when Congress never gave OSHA the Occupational Safety and Health Act, the power of executive enforcement authority over vaccines. Biden has implemented a vaccine or test requirement for businesses with at least 100 employees and the businesses would be fined if they don't mandate that on their employees. Many employees must be fired or must be tested because they don't have the vaccine. But Chief Justice John Roberts argued that uh, the administration's authority may not be so broad as imagined. Justice Roberts said, quote, this is something the federal government has never done before, end quote. Chief Justice Roberts and also Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, probably those three hold the keys to the outcome in this case, as they have appeared more receptive to state-level vaccine requirements than the other three conservative justices. Barrett and Kavanaugh also had tough questions for Solicitor General Elizabeth Prelogar, the Biden administration's top Supreme Court lawyer. The court's three liberal justices, of course, suggest full support for Biden's employer mandate. They want big government, they wanna give away your constitutional rights, but Justice Elena Kagan, for example, said that officials have shown quite clearly that no other policy will prevent sickness and death to anywhere the degree that this one will. And Justice Stephen Breyer said he found it unbelievable that there could be in the public interest to put that rule on hold. He said that on Thursday there were some 750,000 new cases around the country and that hospitals are full. Beginning Monday, unvaccinated employees in big companies are supposed to wear masks to work unless the court also blocks the mask enforcement. But testing requirements and potential fines for employers are not gonna kick in until February, giving the Supreme Court a few more days or maybe a week or two to issue a ruling for or against the vaccine mandate. Legal challenges to those policies have been brought from Republican led states and business groups. And there are several other cases that are still in their early stages, not yet at the Supreme Court. But the outcome of this recent case argued before the high court will probably determine the fate of vaccine requirements in other areas that affect more than 80 million people who are employed by major companies across America. And that's the news, or thanks to Associated Press and also AFN.net, American Family News, for bringing us that kind of report. Let's pray about this, right? This is important, uh, but as a matter of conscience, Christians, how should you respond? Maybe you got the vaccine, maybe you didn't get the vaccine. Here's what the Bible says in Romans 14. For one believes that he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Let him not let him, uh, let not him who eats despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has received him. You know, maybe you have strong opinions about this. Don't judge your neighbor over this. Give them their freedom. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray against the uh, the, the virus. We pray against COVID. We pray for success of all the doctors and healing for all the sick. And yet, Father, we ask you give your supreme wisdom to the Supreme Court justices as they decide this case. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. We'll have Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or angels or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation how to see the Holy Spirit, angels and demons. But now we have an exciting 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99. Or call us toll free at 866 Obey God, Get this 17 part video series and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org, get this important Bible study series for you and your church, or call us at 866-Obey-God right now. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, I've been spending time in prayer and the Word and for years I've been teaching about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how you can experience the power of God in your life for your own personal or prophetic ministry, just like they experienced in Acts chapter two in the Bible, when the apostles were all gathered in the upper room and the power of God descended upon them and they began to speak with other tongues. You know, now up to 800 million Christians worldwide have experienced the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's for today, it's for you. And you can have this, or at least the teaching about it when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top and you can get this new product for a suggested donation of $30. We'll mail it to you right away. Or you can call us at 866 Obey God. Operators are standing by to pray with you or to order this powerful teaching series. Every mention in the New Testament of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We talk about the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. We talk about church history of speaking in tongues and great interviews with Lana Heitley, and Charles Johnson. You need this product, it'll energize you. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. For a suggested donation of $30, you get this new DVD teaching on the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Call us today at 866-Obey-God.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined now from the White House by Dr. Anthony Harper, and he has news about Three different issues, and the first one is the Build Back Better plan is apparently dead after Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia voted no and uh, has effectively killed Biden's big stimulus
2: spending bill. Welcome, Dr. Anthony Harper. How are you, sir? It's great to join you, Dr. Tapps. I'm thankful and happy new year to all of your uh, viewers there. It's great to be here at the White House on a sunny day.
1: Thank you, I see the White House behind you, but it looks pretty cold
2: there. Are you... uh, are you puffing steam? Oh, uh, yes, I'm doing a little bit of that. It is very cold here with a little bit of breeze, of freezing, probably a wind chill of near zero or close to zero probably. But, yeah, it, it's a fine experience here to be here, Dr. Tap, to report on the news, to report to Well, you're originally from Idaho, so I
1: don't think this is gonna be a problem for you. So let me ask right away, the Build Back Better plan, which was a trillion dollar stimulus that Biden wanted to spend on frivolous things like abortion and funding Planned Parenthood, has now effectively been killed. Even though Democrats control the US Senate 50 to 50 with Kamala Harris as the tiebreaker, one Democrat, Senator Joe
2: Manchin of West Virginia, is voting no. Why? Well, he's basically voting no, and it's, uh, it's tabled from his perspective because he can't explain to his voter base back in West Virginia that for several reasons this is uh, bad for the economy, and Senator Manchin can't really support this. So this is a serious blow to Biden in every way. So if he cannot spend money on abortion,
1: can he spend money on uh, other things? I know they already passed the transportation bill. They separated that from the Build Back Better plan. and, and, And I think Manchin agreed to go with the transportation bill on the condition that he was allowed to vote freely against the Build Back Better bill. So why
2: did Biden go along with that decoupling? Hard to say what, why Biden does anything. It doesn't make any sense on several several fronts. But uh, who knows what Biden is, is thinking in his mind? Is not uh, really probably competent to make be making decisions on any matters here. So I wanna ask you then, uh, regarding the abortion funding that
1: is in the Build Back Better plan, why did Biden put abortion funding with our taxpayer dollars as a higher priority than his other economic stimulus desires? It seems like he could have taken that out and earned Manchin's
2: vote, but instead he went extreme left. Well, still again, as we, we don't know for sure that this is uh, uh, Biden, who's, I Often get get asked the question about who's really running this show, but it's clearly from the Democratic Party stance, and 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 Biden is that they don't care for life issues. They have no think they don't have no any respect for sanctity of life or of marriage or other godly values. And you have asked them about
1: this, and what is the response that you get every time you bring it up?
2: They don't want to respond. I get a no response on this matter. And especially when I brought up uh, Biden 's worthiness to take the communion a big issue for a lot of Catholic bishops they don 't think he's worthy be taking this and that he's not a very good he 's not a very good Catholic, even though the Pope recently said he was so this is a recent development
1: that in November the u s Conference of Catholic Bishops, the American Bishops who report to the Pope in Rome issued a statement, but the statement fell short of uh, 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 I suppose, excommunicating pro-abortion Catholic politicians. Instead, they're just giving them a slap on the wrist or a warning, and they're they're going to allow them to keep receiving communion. Was Biden happy with that, or what do you think his personal views are after he met with Pope Francis? Just as
2: long as he gets a pat on the back from the Pope, that's all he seems to be concerned about. Maybe one of the- the key reasons for him going on this uh, on this trip is to meet with the Pope and, and get his so-called blessing. But uh, the Pope is uh, disrespecting God's values on the sanctity of life. And in many areas, the issues of marriage and so many other important issues. So it's very troubling, uh, Dr. Tapp. Well, also regarding the pro-life decision that is expected
1: to come out of the Supreme Court. They've already heard the Texas heartbeat case. That issue will probably has already been decided but will not be revealed until May or June. Uh, Does the White House have a position? Why did they continue to defend and in fact, ask the Supreme Court to kill more children in Texas when the Supreme Court swatted them down and said they're overstepping their jurisdiction to step into a state's rights issue?
2: It seems to, uh, to me to be a, uh, a total disrespect and uh, no desire to support. Think that these life really, basically, an obsession over this matter.
1: So in this case, their actions are speaking louder than their words. They tell you no comment, but then in court. Biden is aggressive and going after the pro-life heartbeat law and trying to kill more children. I I think we know where they stand by their actions, even if they don't say anything. Yeah, their actions speak louder than the words. So last question, and then we'll let you go because I see how cold it is there. Uh, The Supreme Court, as of this morning, uh, and some who see this broadcast later, there may have already been a decision from the Supreme Court about the vaccine mandate as it pertains to firing uh, in private employees who work for companies that have 100 or more employees. Uh, is, has there been a change in the OSHA requirements? It was go- going to go in effect on 7 January, but now it's after that and without a, a word from the Supreme Court, what's gonna happen in the short term?
2: Uh, what's going to happen in the short term is, is that, uh, well, basically a lot of confusion on this matter. From what I would understand, the famous attorney, Alan Dershowitz, says that the Supreme Court should be saying this is unconstitutional. This is a matter for the Congress. So it's uh, really hard to know exactly what the Supreme Court is doing, but it's probably expected that they will issue a stay and will not allow uh, Biden's uh, mandate to, to go through. While this is being, uh, you know, held up for review, and they, they may delay this longer, but uh, Alan Dershowitz, uh, this well-known attorney, believes that they should just refer it back to the Congress and let Congress deal with it, because that's their constitutional duty.
1: Yes, and the Sixth Circuit has been waffling back and forth. First, they were uh, against the vaccine mandate, then they were for the vaccine mandate, but just this past weekend, two to one decision out of the sixth circuit, again, against the vaccine mandate. So uh, OSHA, the Occupational uh, Safety and Health Act uh, has their own department and they don't know whether to enforce this or not, depending on how the courts are blowing.
2: Yes, very
1: serious issues. All right, Anthony, tell us about your website. How
2: can our viewers support you? Yes, imcnews.org. Store for Intermountain Christian News, and people can click on the donate banner that they see there to support. that donations are tax deductible, and and uh, please uh, support uh, what I'm doing here, reporting the truth here at the White House in the midst of a hostile media. All right, our thanks to
1: Dr. Anthony Harper. Please support him because we're also supporting him, and he helps inform you. Let's take a short break. When we come back, another judge rebukes the FDA and says they must release their COVID results now.
2: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
3: Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code pray news and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show.
1: Well, thank you, sir, I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember, everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support.
3: They get a lot of help, not a little bit, a lot of help.
1: (laughs) We need all we can get, for Jesus' name,
3: amen. Amen. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers.
0: Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our thanks to Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House. Our next story comes from The Blaze, who reports, a federal judge has now ordered the Food and Drug Administration to release COVID data. Not by 2097, they wanted to drag it out for 75 years, but now, this year, the FDA has got to release all of their statistics about the vaccine and its side effects. The blaze says the Food and Drug Administration was told that it can take 75 years, uh, that it cannot take 75 years to release COVID vaccine data. On Thursday, a federal judge in Texas ordered the FDA to greatly increase the number of documents it releases each month that pertain to the agency's approval process for the Pfizer COVID vaccine. Public health and medical professionals for transparency launched a Freedom of Information Act suit against the FDA back in August. This international group consists of public health professionals, medical professionals, scientists, journalists, including academics and medical experts from Yale, Harvard, and UCLA. The nonprofit organization exists solely to obtain and disseminate data relied upon by the FDA to license the COVID vaccine. And it takes no position on what the data is gonna tell us other than it ought to be transparent. It ought to be publical, publicly available to allow independent experts to conduct their own review and analyses. FDA has do, been doing this in the dark or without public scrutiny, but now this Freedom of Information Act request asked the FDA to expedite the release of nearly 450,000 pages of material regarding the COVID vaccine that was used by the health agency during the process of Pfizer's vaccine licensing approval. The FDA said, oh no, we can only release 12,000 pages by the end of January and a minimum of 500 pages per month thereafter, which means it would take 75 years to release the 450,000 pages that they relied upon. The year 2097 is when the public would finally be informed about how the FDA made their decisions. But no, the judge said no, they have to be made public this year. The FDA blamed staffing issues as a re- reason for the slow pace of the release. Claiming it only had 10 employees to review all of those pages. Suzanne Burke, who heads up the FDA's Division of Disclosure and Oversight Management, said in a declaration filed with the court the following, quote it is important for the FDA to perform a careful, line by line, word by word review of all responsive records before producing them in response to a FOIA request," end quote. Burke noted it might take an average worker about eight minutes per page to perform a close review of the documents. You know, they gotta take that black magic marker and line out all of the secrets they don't want you to see. That takes eight minutes per page, apparently but U.S. District Judge Mark Pittman in Fort Worth said no. He ordered the FDA to significantly increase the output of the data and Judge Pittman, who was appointed uh, to the bench by President Donald Trump in 2019 declared the following, quote, the court concludes that this FOIA request is of paramount public importance, end quote. And that's the news or thanks to the blaze for that report. So paramount public importance of why the FDA approved the the Pfizer vaccine and what were all the documents and all the stats and all the, you know, side effects and everything that goes into that vaccine is still being hidden from the public. But now thanks to the judge, Judge Pittman, we discern upon you, sir, the spirit of God as not just a Trump appointee, but as uh, an advocate for liberty, the public, deserves to know what is in that vaccine and what is going on with it. And now the FDA will have to disclose those documents. The Bible says this in Luke 12, Jesus says, whatever you have spoken in the dark is going to be heard in the light. Whatever you have spoken in the ear in the inner rooms is going to be proclaimed on the housetops. There is going to be a great exposure of everything hidden by our government and FOIA requests are a great way to get that information out there. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for everyone affected by not just the virus, but by the vaccines, that we will have access to transparent data and everyone will be empowered to decide for themselves with full information and not hidden by the government, in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I wanna invite you to sign an
1: important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial And finally, Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.
0: Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Today we are remembering to pray
1: for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new, golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's prayinjesusname.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you'll see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God.
0: Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Thank you for watching and please donate. Would you today? Please visit prayinjesusname.org. That's our website, prayinjesusname.org. You can also donate by telephone if you call at 866-Obey-GOD. The Bible says this in Deuteronomy 16, every man shall give as he is able to give according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given to you. If you need prayer today, it's free. Call us at 866-Obey-GOD. We'll see you next time.